What's happening everyone? It's Terry Flower here. Today we're joined by Tommy Mallet. Tommy is from London, comes from a working class background. He done a stint in reality TV and he built then Mallet Cloud, which is a high-end fashion empire. He has family in Pearl Street Flats and that's how this came about. He put up an Instagram post, everybody was tagging us, we seen it. He reached out, he enjoys the podcast. He said that he was coming over here to do with us regardless, and we had some laugh in this. Even towards the end, we settled the cuddle debate. We gave his man a phone call and asked her, is cuddle white or is it brown or what's the story with it? And she gives us the answers. We met Tommy over in Dundrum in Brown Thomas while he was over there conducting big business and got the episode done. I can't wait for everyone to hear it. This is one of my favourite episodes and shout out to Tommy and his team for getting this over the line. Legends, enjoy the episode. The hip Episode 114 of the Talking Bollocks podcast brought to you by Go Loud. It's me, COB. It's me, Terry Flower. And today we're joined by Tommy Mallet. What's up, Tommy? How's Thanks things? Thanks for having me. We got it done. Finally. Yeah, about time, time yeah. isn't it? Finally. This is something we've been trying to deal for the last, say, four or five weeks, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're here on location in Brown Thomas and Dundrum, so thanks for having us out here. Yeah. How come you're out here, Tommy? What's happening over here? So we've been Brown Thomas. We've been here for a few years, so we're just coming out here, doing a bit of content, checking all the stores, just linking up with a few people. So as we was here, we thought we'd come and see you, definitely. Yeah, so we're actually linking up because you put an Instagram post up. Yeah. That your family in Prairie Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a lot of people were tagging on saying, yeah, yeah. get them on, get them on. So how did that come about? How come you put the post up about Prairie Street? No, you know what I've done? So my family from the flats, yeah? Yeah. Mm. So I put a thing up because my next campaign, I want to do it in Dublin at the flats. And I put that up one day. And then the next day, I was, I think it was like New Year's Eve or saying, what's the next podcast we want to do? And I had a lot of messages, yeah? And I swear to you, I think 60% of it was used. <laughs> Literally know, yeah. everyone, mate. So yeah, we had to make it happen, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. The biggest in Ireland now, isn't it? Yeah, well, look, well, look, that's not for yeah, us to say. It's but... objective. Yeah. Yeah. Humble, yeah? <laughs> if you want to say it, you can say it, yeah. Yeah, shall we do a thing called Zingers, Tommy, yeah? Yeah, go on. Do you ever heard of a Zinger? It's like a would you rather or an either or. Yeah, go on. What, what team do you follow? None. You're not into football? No. Nah. Really? No. Bollocks, right? That's that zinger out the window. Yeah, go on. No, forget about it. Brown in the boys. Tottenham. Tottenham, yeah. yeah. Sorry to hear. <laughs> I, I, yeah, Tottenham for yeah, 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 yeah. It had to be, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, that's he bad. made me the old man. The zinger would be, we'll ask you, darling, anyway. Yeah, yeah, go on. Would you rather Tottenham win the quadruple or England win the World Cup? Would you rather? Tottenham. Why? <laughs> would you? Why? Tottenham's the team, isn't it? Oh, no. Yeah, don't ask me any more questions. you get the ump. <laughs> <laughs> My nerves are gone sitting there. <laughs> sitting down there with a knuckle duster on him. Um, right, I have another one for you. Yeah? On. These are just little icebreakers, go on. yeah? Go on. Would you rather do a year in prison? Yep. Or go into prison with a Rubik's Cube and you get released when you can solve it? Oh, fuck it. It's a good one, isn't it? Who come up with that? Ah, uh, someone sent it to us ages ago, but I'll keeps you up at night. Cute. You do the Rubik's Cube? Would you? Yeah, give me one. I'll do it. In less than a year, you think you got it done? Yeah. But imagine if you got it done on the second day. You yeah, mate, I'm not well. I'll stay up until it's done. Yeah, but imagine you couldn't get it done. No, you? I fucking will get it done. <laughs> There's no chance I'm not getting it done. I'll do anything. No, that's the mindset. No, you I'm there. The mindset, yeah, done. No problem. Yeah, Sweet. Yeah. I'll be out in a week. But solving it, like... Have yeah. you ever tried to do it? 
Listen, what's the rules? Is there any rules behind it? No, Someone no, no, in no. that prison will be able to do a Rubik's Cube, yeah? Well, you'll have to do so I'll pay him with mackerel and I'll be out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be out there. No problem. Someone, it'd be like Longest Yard. Is it Longest Yard? Have you seen Longest Yard? No, Look, yes. me machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be something like that. I'll find something. Yeah, yeah you'll find the way around. Done, yeah. Yeah. So we said this to a friend of mine, and yeah. for my birthday, he got me a Rubik's Cube and yeah. said, on your next birthday, I'm going to come, I'm going to see, have you got it solved? Because that's one year. The thing is still in the gap. I think it's still in the box. Yeah, but how many open. times have you done it? I tried it once or twice. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's, that's no hard. consistency, in it? Yeah, but it's hard. So. Yeah, but everything's hard. I'll just sit on it all day until it's done. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, it's a good mindset to have, but Ruby's skills are tough, man. No problem. So a year in jail, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depends right. on where you're doing it, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm going to get a Rubik's Cube now. When I get home, Dad, make sure I get a Rubik's Cube. Look, Cal, I promise you now, I'm going to have it done within two weeks. See, yeah, there's a knack to it as well. There's a way of doing it. Yeah. So you can look her up. You can. You can I'm gonna, I'm gonna it, find it. I'll do it. Don't worry. And you're not little peel her off and put the stickers on the. I'm just thinking that. I was thinking we're gonna yeah. stick it on back home with, but then you're yeah, not allowed yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah. No, no, no. I'll get it done. Yeah. Have you all got one? Yeah, we'll just have the old chestnut. We ask this to all the guests. No matter who we have on, we ask all and the guests. And if we don't ask it, there does be more. Got yeah. People text us now. Let's go. Do you piss in the shower? Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, at least oh, he's honest about it. Piss in a bath. No, no, no. Piss in the swimming pool. The odd time, yeah, depends. Piss in the sea. Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I piss in the sea before I piss in the swimming pool. Let's be really, real. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, either all in it. Has to be done. No, so you can see her in the swimming yeah. pool. Do you get me? Yeah, no, you get paranoid because someone told me that the chlorine goes different colours. Yeah, you know? <laughs> you're standing there, the water is blue, and you're like we're Londoners, man. Anything goes for it. What do if he said yes to the bath one? No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you won't catch me tripping me. I'm going to fade up to that one. <laughs> How's things with you anyways, Tommy? Good. Very, very good, man. Yeah. Um, it's been a mad start to the year. It's, yeah, it's been insane for us. It's just started off and we've done a show in Paris. We uh, released a collaboration with TFL. Yeah. Absolutely mental. Yeah, so you got plugged on Hypebeast yesterday. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's big. Yeah, one of them ones. It's like everything just starts coming at once all of a sudden. It's mm. like we, we're kicking down doors for years. Just like a man in the nose, and that was finally on the top of it with a yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, yeah, no, I'm buzzing at the minute. I'm, just, I'm, I'm grateful for everything that's coming. It's just, it's not stopping either. It's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, I'm, just, I'm at February now. I've just had a week away with a baby. It's like I don't know where I'm finding the time at the minute for it. Yeah. But as you know, in it, just when you have got a passion for saying, just getting it done. It's a yeah. good complaint to have to be busy. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm love it, man. Yeah. I live and breathe it at the minute, and the results that we're getting are just mental. Well, that's yeah. it. Yeah, it's really, it's flying though, isn't it? Because I got, I ordered off your website a couple of years ago, so I'm still signed up to the emails. Yeah, yeah. And it feels like I'm getting an email every three days. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. release, this release, this yeah. release is coming. Yeah, do you know where it is? I'm at the part now where I don't want to, I don't want to take my foot off the gas ever. Yeah. I'm like, no matter what success is coming, we need to go harder. I don't really celebrate the wins no more. It's just purely what's next. It's another day in the office kind of thing. Yeah. Completely. We're just, yeah, we're doing things we couldn't even dream about. We always dreamed about it, but we're making it happen now. Yeah. Especially this year. This year is the year where I feel like we're going to, we've made a few moves that I'm probably going to announce in the next six months that yeah people like us don't normally get them sort of things so for us we're just absolutely buzzing man mm. yeah what do you think makes you so obsessive with it me yeah adhd so you're diagnosed yeah, yeah yeah i've got adhd yeah do you know what? i had a feeling and i didn't want to say it yeah yeah it's disrespectful yeah. But no no yeah, that obsessive nothing, yeah. mindset like you know yeah yeah so i found that last year but i've always i've always been a bit mad but the part where I could work for two, three days. If, if someone said to me, I, I can work 20 hours, I'll just work 48. Mm. Yeah. And I've had that for years, but over the, in my twenties, it got a little bit worse. 
that whole thing of me like just for hell for leather doing what I do. I, I did get to a point I was like, I don't think I'm normal here, you know? Like I know people that work hard, yeah. but I'm like relentless. I'm yeah. going to different levels here. Like I was, I started traveling the world when I was 25. By the time I got to 28, I felt about 50. I felt like an old man. I was like, thanks, definitely not right here. But yeah, I've got ADHD. So that, and I'm hungry for it anyway. And yeah. when you've got a passion and all the success that we've had over the years, it's just like, I've got so much more to give. I don't even feel like I've started yet. I still feel like this is the start of it for me. Mm, yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't know where it comes from. Probably the ADHD. Yeah. Probably where I come from as well. Come from a bit of a working class area where everyone's a little bit active. But yeah, I'm happy. I'm like it. Tommy, what we do with every guest is, yeah? We go, bring it right back to the start for us, yeah? yeah? Tell us where you're from. What was life like growing up for yourself? Yeah, so I come from a place in North London called Islington. Uh, me, my mum, my dad and my brother. My dad was a postman and my mum was a hairdresser. I don't know, she said she was an hairdresser. I think she was a receptionist in the hairdressers, yeah, but she said she was an hairdresser. And then moving on from that, my old man went into like banking, become like a financial advisor. So come from a complete normal area, a bit of a rough part of London. And yeah, that's it. I just come from a normal background. Yeah, yeah. But like a quite a morally strong background where I come from. So we come from North, a lot of my cousins from East and then the rest of our lot are from Ireland. Yeah. So my mum's my mom's from Pier Street. She was born in England, got sent back there when she was naughty. So I've got cousins there and yeah, my family all from London. What was school like for you? For me? Yeah. No, I couldn't, I couldn't read and write probably until like a year ago, innit? Yeah, I only learnt, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dyslexic, yeah, yeah. is it? No, I thought I was dyslexic, but it weren't. It was the concentration from the ADHD. Really? So I grew up like failing the majority of everything that I'd done. Yeah. And it weren't until I was like 23 that I really got on top of things and started learning. But school was a bit of a nightmare for me because of my attention span. I um, just used to play up all the time. I was, yeah. a, I was a little shit in school. Yeah. But um, like from early days, my dad sent me and my brother to a boxing gym. So I think he threw me in there when I was about six. So I always, always had that sort of like respectful part of me and I sort of knew how to act because I grew up yeah. in the boxing gym. But because of the ADHD, I thought I was dyslexic. So yeah, I had no like academic part of me whatsoever. So you did, did you finish school? No. Yeah, I just failed everything though. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get anything. I think I got one one. I passed one thing. It was like history, mm. but the teacher liked me in it, so I think yeah. she signed it off for me. So like when you're in school, like, you know ambition. Like I want to be something when I leave school. No, I just knew I was gonna be. Yeah. I didn't know what I was gonna be. I just knew I was gonna be. Mm. So like I tell this story all the time. Yeah, I feel like the first time that like, I actually claimed and said what I was gonna do is I failed my mock exams. And my brother and my dad are both like geniuses, yeah? I feel like I take a bit after my mum a little bit. I'm a bit more mad, a little bit more edgy. Um, but when I failed my um, exams, I remember sitting in the back of McDonald's car park and he told me I weren't going to do nothing because I never had no grades. Remember that, dad, yeah? <laughs> Why did I tell you? <laughs> I thought I'd be a millionaire by the time I'm 30, keep your nose out. So, so off, the back, off the back of that, I was just like, I went on a mission as young, man. Like from where I come from, it's like, you either one way or the other way. And mm. it could have ended up either way for me, yeah? Yeah. But I, I had a lot of respect for my family, my mum and dad. So I weren't really a naughty kid. I didn't go out and cause much problems. Yeah. But when I look back here at this age, I was struggling a lot as a kid because I didn't understand certain things. Yeah. But yeah, it was quite a calm childhood. And it was just, I remember just being mad driven. And I remember being in school. I remember when everyone used to talk about what they wanted to do. I just used to look at everyone like they was mad because I didn't feel like I was normal compared to them. I just knew I was going to be different. Yeah. Like from early, from a kid, I knew that my, my path was set out different. It was never one stage. I reckon from the age of 10, 
I would draw pictures of big houses and cars and motorbikes. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get that to my mum. I just, that's just how I was from, from day one, really. It's just in you. You had the drive. Like. I feel like it was, yeah. No, you had an ambition. You just had no idea, basically. Yeah, I feel like a lot of it comes from as well. Is like, obviously growing up, we had everything as kids, yeah. And where we come from, not everyone did. But I remember the pressure that it put on my family. Yeah. And when I grew up seeing that, I'd never wanted that. I was like, all right, there must be a way out of this. And we was like really well off compared to the people that I probably went to school with, yeah? But still, I remember how much pressure they was under. I feel like I must have just took that in as a young age and thought, nah, that ain't happening with me. Yeah, so come here, it's, it's probably worse nowadays, the pressure the parents are under. Oh, 100%. Like, mm. like keeping up with a persona, a social media persona, 100%. and trying to impress the friends, well, yeah. materialistic yeah. things. Like, it's only getting worse, yeah. I think, anyways. So, like, I can't even imagine the state mental health will be, like, in the next 10, 15 years. Like, so I remember even, really gonna struggle. like, 2014, I went on the show, yeah? But around them times, like, 2011 to 2013, when Instagram started popping off, I remember being obsessed with what people had, man. It was, like, people with gold Rolexes or people who had nice cars and stuff like that. And that was, that was 10 years ago, I was like that. Mm. So imagine what it's like now. And that's, I actually try myself not to post too much flash things on Instagram. I try not to post cars on there, like my, my cars and, and things like that, because I don't really want to push out that materialistic thing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I try and keep it a little bit more inspirational. You try and stay humble. Like don't I try to be, yeah. yeah. See, my life's a little bit different now. My son's life's going to be different. Yeah. But still, deep down, my life is still that. Yeah. And I'm pretty much wary of that. And mm -hmm. I feel like it's important to spread that message because yeah. a lot of the madness that's going on out there now is because kids ain't got nothing and they're going to try and get it. So yeah. could you imagine the things that's going to go on? Yeah. yeah. How does it make you feel that, like, you've you seen the struggles that your man and dad went through growing up with you and your brother and trying to provide for you? And you're obviously in a better position now to provide for your son. How does that make you feel? Do you know what? It's only when I think back it, because when you're a teenager, yeah, and you're like, my life was perfect. I never, ever thought anything of it. But when, I'm, when I think back and I think how hard my mum and dad worked to, like, for example, I used to leave school, go to my mum's hairdressers on the way back. She would like stop off and do a job somewhere else. Yeah. And my dad would be out working late and come home and be stressed out of his head. To know that I can go home a little bit early on a Friday if I want to and go and spend time with my little boy. And I'm not worrying about certain things, which like, for example, turning the lights off in the house because of the electric bills. Yeah. That for me is the success that I've got. Mm. That's the nice part. Like being able to have a house where all of my family are always in my house. So like my house is, I've always got my mum and dad in my house. I've always got my brother and his wife in my house. There's always someone around my house eating. There's always my friends in there cooking. That's what I feel good about. Mm. Knowing that I've got a bit of a calm life at the minute. Yeah. And that's what I've worked for. Where did that shift in mentality come from? From you were saying like 10 years ago, you would have been into the flash stuff. Like, yeah. Where did that shift come from then where you stopped caring about that? You know what? I got it all in 2018 and it was the worst year of my life. I had a breakdown. Um, and I was like, I was overrun. I was like traveling to China. I was trying to crack the States. I was in Paris. I weren't really seeing my family. I was being mad selfish because I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to hit this for the next few years and go and smash it. And it was actually the time where I, I actually hit the goal that I set out to do from a kid. So I made them the money that I always Financial, said I yeah, wanted yeah. to get, yeah? And I thought that it was going to be a life-changing experience and it was going to make my life perfect. But when that money hit my account, there was such a bad anticlimax with it, it sent me the other way. Because I thought, wow, I've been driving myself mad to get this. I'm here now and this don't feel like nothing. 
I don't want to go and do anything flash. I don't mm. even want to go and eat in no nice restaurants. George, order a burger and chips. Then that's how I celebrate things yeah. like that. And I feel like that was a bit of a mess up in my head because I was young. I was like 27. I was financially stable for life. I could look after anyone who needs to look after. And I just felt like, wow, is this what I've actually just dedicated my whole life to for this? Because yeah. my messaging was wrong. I was doing it for the money at the time. And I thought that it was going to change me. And when I got to the point of it doing it, it didn't do nothing for me. There was no longevity plan. There was not like, I'm going to hit this it's target. It was all about get the money. It was yeah. all about get the money. It was like, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire. going to be a millionaire. And when I'd done it, I was scared to tell people I'd done it. I was hiding everything. And I just like went the other way. I was like, I just weren't interested in that no more. I'm like, I weren't going out buying Ferraris and I weren't going out buying watches. I was just like, literally it stayed exactly the same. And I feel like for me mentally, I had to work on myself to find out what I actually wanted. Cause I'd grown up my whole life thinking that I wanted to go out and just be this money man. And when I got the money, I was like, no, this ain't what I want. Yeah. Shit, what do I actually need? Yeah. And it weren't until I met a little kid called Freddie who was dying, he was 10. And his last wish was to meet me. Um, I met this kid and designed the shoe with him. And it was a few weeks after I had my breakdown and I weren't going to meet him because I was like, do you know what? My head's gone. I can't do it. I was on my settee and my dad was trying to lift me up. I thought I, was, I thought I had a stroke. My head went that bad. So I got a request to meet this kid. Went and met him, designed a shoe with him, brought a big camera crew in to make a little film for him. And he died a few months after and he was a kid. And that there, that paved the way for me. Completely, because I, I was like, all right, I just earned a big amount of money. I was like, all right, what do you want? Do you want a Gucci jumper? He was like, mate, I don't want nothing. I just want to meet you and draw a shoe. And I was like, oh shit. Wow, what's going on here? And I'm sitting with his mum, who I'm really close with now, and I do a lot with at the minute. And I'm like, do you need anything? She's like, I want my son to be happy. And I was like, fuck, my priorities are so bad. Yeah. I actually need to go and find myself. So after meeting him, my whole life changed and it was like, wow, do you know what? I've inspired a young kid there and he died. I released a shoe, raised a load of money for charity, give all my profits away. And then I realized what my purpose was then. It was about, it was, there was so much more to life than just chasing this dough. Yeah. And once I'd done that, it's like, it's just been completely different. Yeah. I think a lot of people have that mentality that, oh, if I had money, all my problems would go away. That's never going to be the case, you know? You have to do work on yourself also, you know? People think, oh, if I just had a million quid, my life would be great. No. You know what I mean? Because then just... you've got a 400 grand tax bill. Yeah. And that's, that's, <laughs> hey. You know what? You know what? When, 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 I, um, when I got tested for ADHD, yeah, I said to the geezer when I was in there, he said, what do you want? I was like, I want to be happy. And he was like, what, what's going to make you happy? And I was still had this little thing about me where about success thing. And he was like, happiness is from within, yeah? And I didn't realize it until I started getting help. But now I know that's why I can like, now I'm a completely normal person. Yeah. And it's, it's the best thing ever. And they say, yeah, I, I can't never put anything on Instagram about this. Cause when I get interviewed and I say, oh yeah, money's not everything. Everyone goes, oh, it's easy for you to say yeah, if you've got money. Have it, yeah. No, because I've had no money before. Yeah. So I've yeah. had no money and I've had money. I've had both of them, yeah? yeah? I was more happy with no money. Yeah. But it weren't because of the money. The money didn't mean anything. It was to do my mindset. Yeah. So the money don't really matter, does it? Because unless you're healthy and you're good in your head, then the rest don't matter, does it? Yeah. So come here, if money's not the goal anymore, what is? Oh, everything, man. Longevity. I've got a son. It's about, it's about building something. It's about building something where if something happened to me tomorrow, can I leave something that can carry on? Cause you ain't here for long, are you? No. And that's deep. It's mad. Yeah. But when you have yeah. kids and it's like I'm, I'm looking at what's going on in my future and things. Like that, I want to build something for my little boy. 
I want to build something for his little boy. I want to build something so people look back and remember me for something. It's like going back to all my roots. So everything I do is about going backwards, yeah? So if I'm designing a shoe, it's literally about my childhood, where I come from. They're all named after streets where I come yeah, from, yeah. apart from a few of them. And all through like emotions that I was going through, it's literally, it's like I've written a book for a fashion brand, basically. And for me, it's about taking that message and bringing it further. So I've smashed England. England's like, I've, I've literally done everything I need to do in England, yeah? I launched in Ireland years ago, but I never had the capacity to come and actually now make it bigger in these places. So in, in countries, I've got England, I've got Ireland, I've got, I've got America, Canada, Australia, South Africa. I've got the Netherlands. I've got Germany, everywhere, yeah? Now it's about, all right, cool. I've got my business model. I've got what I do. Now I've got to go to these places and I've got to spread the message to make it to the next level. So that's why the flats comes, comes about. Because I've shown my roots of where I come from, from England. Now I want to show my family roots from where it all started in Dublin. Yeah. So that's why I'm here. Quality. Yeah, because yeah, the name Mallet, Mallet's a nickname. Mallet's not my second name. Mallet comes from the flats. So my nan is from Dublin, yeah? Really? And she's the maddest Irish, well, she was, God bless her soul, the maddest Irish woman you've ever met. And I got the nickname Mallethead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That old yeah, chest. Yeah, Mallethead. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you could imagine yeah. it. Yeah. So that's how that started. Yeah, So yeah. it's like, that's the next step of the journey of me like explaining who I am. Yeah. I've done the part of where I'm from. It's about who I am now. Yeah. So that's how I've ended up in Ireland. It's about me reconnecting with, with everything there and learning more about it. Yeah. Bring us back a little bit, Tommy. Where do you get your first break? Your first big break? My first big break? Uh, Had to be the show, wouldn't it? No, no, that weren't a break, man. That, that, the, the show was a break in terms of, it gave me the platform to go and start what I needed to do, yeah? But if I never had a kick up the ass from my, my family, so my yeah. dad, when I went on the show, when you ain't leaving your job, mm. I was working on a building site, you ain't leaving your job to go on a show, and go and do club appearances. That's not what you're doing. If you're gonna go on the show, you've got to make something out of it. When I went on to the show, I didn't How did get you any... get the call to go on the show? What happens there? Just from being a bat in the area. I'm from North London. We moved to Essex. I had cousins in Essex. I used mm. to go out in certain places. It was filmed there. Just ended up just being a bat. And they was asking me for years. But when they first asked me, I was still hanging around with the boys from North. So I was yeah. like, as if I'm gonna go on that show. I ain't even yeah. from there. But then, Something happened with all my mates and a few of them went on holiday. So I sort of got a bit of a wake up call of like where I need to go in life. Yeah. So I got the call and I went and done it and I got the show and it was a complete flop for me, man. I didn't get anything from it. It's like, I got my day rate, which weren't a lot. It was to cover me getting to, to, to filming. But in terms of like building anything, I didn't do anything. I'd... What did you think you were going to get from it? Listen, I probably thought I was going to be next Joey Essex at one point. Yeah. I probably thought I was going to go and walk into every club appearance in England and get five grand an hour. But I don't know. I was a kid. I didn't know. Yeah. But when I got there, it was the harsh reality of Love Island started the year that I went on the show. So all of a sudden, there's about 400 reality TV stars yeah. in one year come out. So I didn't get anything from it. So I just remember being there and I was like, wow, I think I might've made the wrong decision. I put myself on telly, I'm not getting any money from it. I didn't really do it to be famous. I weren't interested in that. It was about getting the money at the time. And I was like, well, I need to do something quick here to before, because this could fail tomorrow. And I had like in my room in my old house, I had shoe boxes to the ceiling and they used to like turn to the side. So if I slammed the door, they all used to fall down. So I wanted to make like hard plastic shoe boxes to put my shoes in. So I went and met someone to do that. And then when I'd done it, I was like, oh, fuck it. I think we need to do a shoe to go in there. And I'd done a modeling shoot a few weeks before and I put a pair of shoes on and they was really expensive. They was about six, 700 quid. 
And I think at the time I was struggling to pay my car off. It was 150 a month. So I'd bumped into someone. It's how the universe works mad. I bumped into someone a few months before and he lived in um, Turkey and he lived next to a shoe factory. So I was like, do you reckon you get some samples made? And then eight years on, he's my partner. And it just ended up just being a hit. Then it weren't from the start, it was two years. Um, fouled, fouled, fouled completely, lost all the money. But then just, we released one shoe and it's probably still the big seller here. It's a diver is called. Released one shoe and then the next thing you know, it was like, bang. And I'm literally overnight it happened. It went from zero to like, bang. And it become the best selling shoe in every store we was in. And it still is to this day. Quality. How do you stay dedicated when it's failing at stack? I don't know. I think my mindset's a bit mad. It's like, I was there and I was like, well, look, I ain't going to be getting the tube to work no more in central London in building clothes. Now I've been on the show, yeah? I've 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 been on TV now. I've been on it about six, seven months. If I go back to doing what I was doing before. You're going to feel like a failure. Yeah, I'm going to feel like a failure. But that was me having a bit of ego there. Because really, if I had to go to work now to feed my kids, I'd fucking do what I had to do. Yeah. But back then I was a kid. I was probably interested in the wrong thing, yeah? So I was like, this has to work. So... There weren't any other option. I never ever had a doubt of anything being another option. And I never have done. Yeah. It's like, this is working and I'm going to do whatever it takes to make it happen. It don't matter what I have to do. This is going to happen. Yeah. I, I remember aging so much in the first few years of the brand. I used to look young, yeah? All of a sudden, I looked haggard within two years. I went up, I got fat. I was haggard. I used to get all the Instagram messages saying you're fat prick and all that <laughs> Instagram. But I was building something. So my first break, I feel like coming 2016, 2017, I feel like happened. Well, yeah, we on uh, the only way is this. I started in 14. And then 2016, you feel like I the feel break. Like, I feel like we failed 2016, but the November of the 16 going into 17, we released a shoe on Black Friday and it went mental. And off the back of that, it was like, whoa. And then we started getting in like Selfridges, then Brown Thomas. Then it was like, it was every store, got everywhere. And then it was like, okay, now we need to learn how to run a business. Because at the minute, we're just messing about. Yeah. So that was the break then. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't feel like at the time when I got the break, I considered it as a break. I was never happy with it. I was like, no, nah, ain't enough. Mm. So I was just like building other things. Do you reckon that's the ADHD? You just want more and more and more. I don't know, man. I feel, I feel like it is, but even though I know I'm treated for it and I'm in a complete different headspace, I've still got it. Yeah. I don't have any like feeling of like complacency at all. And yeah. I, I can't, I can't have it. Yeah. Cause I, like someone said like complacency breeds failure. Mm. So I'm just like, nah, ain't gonna happen. Yeah. So even though if I've just had the biggest deal of my life, I'll be in the office the next day at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Don't matter. I'll be there. I, it's like, I'll, I'll wake up in the morning. I'll go gym in the morning. I'll go and sit with my boy for an hour and i get to work. That's yeah. it. So come here. You know, the first few years of your business, it, it, you said it's failing, failing, failing. Yeah. What makes you realize, oh, this, this actually is common. This happens a lot. People don't realize that about business. It's not success overnight. It's these things are, there's a lot of work that goes on in the background. It's just that you're not taught how to run a business in school. No one says, this is how you start it up. This is what happens in the start. And this is how you get it up and running. Do you know what? I feel like it's such a blur, all that stuff. It was like, I didn't really think. I don't feel like I was thinking at the time. I, I don't feel like I had the capacity to think about anything. It was just like, it was happening. It was like, I was just the steps it had to take. It was like, when we released our first collection and we made this big hype, I think we sold like three pairs or something. And my biggest investment at the time was 50 pairs. And that was like a game changer. It was the biggest thing I'd ever done. But then next thing you know, I've sold millions. 
Yeah. So it was like, it just sort of just carries on rolling. I feel like the more you get up in the morning and just carry on, it just, it's got to work. Mm. Whatever you do, yeah. If you're dedicated and you know this yourself, yeah. And that's why you're flying. You ain't stopping, are you? You're only getting bigger and you're only getting better. And every time you do one, the next one you want to top it, didn't you? Definitely, yeah. Every pair of shoes I sold, I was like, I need 10 more. And I just didn't stop. But I didn't have that education that other people did in school. So I can't really comment on it because people was taught different to me. I weren't taught. I, I'm completely self-taught with everything. Yeah. And I feel like that could be where I've probably got the edge on other people because mm. I'm not competing with anyone else because my way of doing things is completely different to everyone else. Like I taught myself how to design, yeah? I spent two years on an iPad every single day for four hours a day. I did not have one day off. And I made my own way of designing up to the point where it's better than how most people can do it. Yeah. Didn't have one lesson, didn't watch one video, I just taught myself. And yeah, I just feel like... The failure weren't an option. It was just like, this is happening. Yeah. Mm. Mad when I, when I sat at really, And most people have to sit there now and think about it. The yeah, reflection of Now I'm a little bit older when, yeah. I, when I explain it because I can tell my story a million times over, but every time I tell it, there's something new in it because I've been forgetting stuff for yeah. so long. I didn't realise how bad I had this ADHD. Like, it wasn't until I, I went through absolute hell for me to go and fix it. I don't know what's been going on in my life, really. I just know that I've been one dedicated person who is not scared of working. But when I tell the story and I think about it sometimes, I'm like, whoa, I was gaming, man. Yeah. I was like, it, nothing was getting in this way of me doing this. Yeah. yeah. At all. Yeah. Where'd you go and get diagnosed? Uh, assess, sorry. Do you know what? I went through a stage last year, yeah? And I weren't being myself. I was being hungry, but I was being too hungry. So I started buying loads of cars. And one day I was like, I looked outside, I'd bought two G-Wagons, right? Always wanted a G-Wagon my whole life, bought two of them. And my missus ain't like that. And nor my family, don't impress no one. So I had these two cars and I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right whatever, sell that then, sell that one then. And I'm like selling everything. And then I'm buying everything, then I'm selling it. And I'm like, I'm becoming mad impulsive. And then I was just couldn't sit still. I was just going mad about everything. I was like, if you do five, I've got to do 25. Yeah. It was just the maddest thing. That's why I couldn't drink as a kid. Yeah. That's why I've been teetotal for years. I've only just been able to start to have a beer. Because if you had, I'd go out and have 10 pints to the state where I'd just go, anything goes. I'd be a lunatic. Mm. So I went away and I nearly lost my family. I nearly broke up my missus because I was just, I had a screw loose at one point. And I've decided one day that I didn't want to bring Brody up in London, my little boy, because London is a little bit rough, yeah? So I was like, right, we're moving to Spain. I flew to Mallorca and I bought a villa without showing my missus. Just went over there and done it. And I'd like, I went there, didn't even check the island. I just bought a villa in a day. And it fell through, flew back and done another one. And I was like, I couldn't understand that my missus wasn't excited like I was to buy these things. Mm. But she weren't excited because I was hell to be around because I was an absolute nightmare. I'd come in from work with the ump. I'd be in my office doing business in New York, screaming and shouting, da, da, da. So, yeah, we went away to go and actually see the villa for the first time. We broke up out there nearly. So we come home and the the keys come for the villa. So I flew back out there, me and my dad. And I was in Mallorca. I thought that this thing was going to change my life. I bought this big villa. I was sitting in there by myself upstairs. I was like, shit, what have I done? I was like, I thought this was going to make me happy. I thought this was going to make me, this was the last thing. First, it was the money thing when I was a kid. Mm. Then it was the cars. And then it was the villa. I was like, this ain't normal, man. This is not normal for a kid of my age to be sitting here, still unhappy with this amount of things around me. I've got everything. I've got kids. I've got a missus. I've got an unreal family. I've got a banging business. 
So I come home and I was like, do you know what? Fuck it, I'm just going to move out. And what happened was, is Georgia C sank on Italian was like, John, what you need to get tested for ADHD. I thought ADHD was just people, it was just hyper. Mm. Yeah, well, that's that's the oh, mate. It's not even the after. When you look into it, yeah. when you look into it, yeah. it's like not being satisfied, being obsessive, mm-hmm. being literally the things that I was going through, of- mad the impulse I was having. Yeah. You've never seen anything like it. It's like if I would look at another shoe in a shop. And I'd look at it and I could feel my eyes going through the shoe thinking, I am going to outsell you so much. I'm going to go and get to work until I beat you. And I was like, I just was never happy with anything. So when my missus said it, I thought, do you know what? I'm going to go and get it done. It takes a long time to get tested for ADHD. It could take up to five years, man, because obviously the NHS where we are. So obviously I was lucky enough to have money to go private. I went private and the guy was like, you have got like, you're off the scale for everything. Yeah. How are you survived this long? And I was like, don't know. So when I went there, he was like, yeah, you've got it really badly. And this is what you need to do to get over it. So like, I changed my diet. I got on all different natural things. I got my medication. I've done loads to get out of it. And within a, like a two days, I started learning how to read and write perfectly. Literally just like that. Is that, it was you, like so that. you got medicated? Me- I got medicated. And it so was you got focused Like then. that, just got a thing to focus me. I lost three stone. Train every morning at 6 a.m. I go to the gym, I box Structure 10, 10 12 rads. Yeah. Have to have structure with ADHD. Yeah. And I'd always be that person to turn my nose up. I ain't taking that shit. Why am I doing that? I ain't a nutter. I ain't gonna listen to what he says. For the first time in my life, I went and listened, yeah? And it changed my life. Mm. And it kept me my family. I can see my little boy every morning. Yeah. And I am so much better as a person now because I went and actually listened for once. It was the first time I ever listened. Yeah. So me doing that, it was probably one of the proudest achievements I've ever had. Forget all the other stuff. Yeah. I literally can wake up in the morning now, happy. I used to have to wake up in the morning and go, oh, what mood am I in today? No, oh, fuck it. Someone's getting it today. And I would be on smoke all day. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, I wake up every day. I feel good. I feel content. I'm happy. And- when we're trying to, I'm diagnosed with ADHD myself. Yeah. So, and- are we trying to explain this to Calvin? Not this fella just wakes up in the morning and just wants the world to burn, honestly. Like, like some mornings I just wake up and it's just not my day and I don't want anyone else to have a good day. That's it, Fuck then, yeah. everyone. And, but as well, I'm not educated on ADHD. So I've gone and I've done CBT and stuff like that. And I felt the more I was learning, the more it was nearly fucking me up. When I was oblivious to it, I was like, I don't actually know what's going on, but yeah. I'll just roll with it. I have been rolling with it. But now I've been learning a lot of stuff about ADHD and it sort of fucks your mind up a little bit. What are you like, doing to fix it? So I was doing CBT and what I learned was that with ADHD, we don't produce dopamine like yeah. like like the average person, like the neurotypical person. Yeah. So to produce dopamine, we have to go to extreme lengths, let's say. Alcohol, you know what I mean? drugs, gambling, And fighting, that's why I can't do any everything. of them. I was telling you there, I'm in recovery. I'm two years now drinking drug free because of that. Drinking and drugs and... Everything has to be more and more and more. Like I'm obsessed with everything. And when it's negative like that, I'm obsessed with the podcast now. I have a positive way of, of showing me obsession. Whereas before it would be, can't wait to have a drink. Can't wait to have a sniff. Can't wait to stay up at days. You know, the wrong obsessions. But I felt like the more I was learning about it, the more it was nearly fucking me up as well, you know, because I, I've never been medicated for it. Like the medication was offered in my teen years, but my man never gave it to me because we didn't really know what it do to you, you know what I mean? Yeah. There is side effects More to certain culprit, medication. Wasn't it? You know what I mean? So, and I've been thinking about... How old are you? How old am I? I'm 26 now. I got diagnosed and I was maybe 15. Yeah, sweet. And so like, now you're older. Yeah. Like that, 
that impulsiveness. Yeah. Like, for example, I would drink eight espressos, double espressos a day. Yeah. I'd be like, every meeting, bang, and I would be like, ah, and I needed that. Or like, if I was smoking, I'd smoke 40 fags. Yeah. If I was smoking a vape, I would I'd just carry on. Yeah. So like, for me, that's the main thing. And like, you're 70% more likely to be an addict if you've got ADHD. Yeah. You're 90% more likely to end up in prison. Mm. You're 95 more likely percent to have a road traffic accident. All of them things there, them statistics, yeah, is all things that I nearly went down the road of doing. Yeah. And at the time, I just thought it was normal. But now that I've got to the stage where I can actually sit still and think, yeah, mate, listen, yeah, it's the most peaceful thing you can ever do. Yeah. And I'm not sitting here out my nut because I've gone and got help, yeah? yeah. Because I didn't go into this and go, all right, I'm going to go and take a really high dose medication because I didn't do it. Because I feel like my mind was really strong. So I was like, all right, I'm going to see what the kids are taking. And I started on kids' tablets. Yeah. And that helped me out. But then I started finding natural things to help me. So like, I sit in the sauna for an hour a day. I sit yeah. in the ice bath for a few minutes a day. I train every day. I don't drink caffeine. Um, and I just have certain things like omega-3s and stuff like that. And for me, personally, it's changed my life. I wouldn't be here without it, man. Like, and it's that medication. That obviously then starts helping you produce dopamine. Yeah, it just puts you on the level of a normal person. So the reason that you're trying to boost your dopamine up, yeah, is because you, for you to boost your dopamine, it's just for you to feel like a normal person. Yeah. Just for you to feel like him, yeah? So that's the thing where I was kind of saying, like, when, when I was doing the therapy, I was sort of, what was said to me was, would be like if, let's say, Calvin goes for a coffee in the morning on a sunny day and it's a bit nippy out and he's just, they get a coffee, take a sup of the coffee, they're like, oh, today's a good day. Yeah. Where, and it, that was put to me in that way. And he was like, do you feel like that? And I was like, no, never. Yeah. I've never mm. got that. And I've been now asking people that. Yeah. Like, if you woke up and sunny out and you get your first coffee in the morning, they're like, oh, that's the best feeling ever. I'm like, that's mad. Yeah, you don't even know you're born yet, brother. Yeah, mm. isn't wait, that mental? Wait, though? on the swear chart. Mate, yeah. I, had, I got to 30 and achieved everything. Yeah. And I thought I completed life. But when my little boy used to cry, man, it used to go through my head. It used to make me sick. Now, that sounds mad, but the crying of my little boy... And I feel terrible saying it. I couldn't handle it. It would be like someone stabbing me in the yeah. face. And like, if someone was like, you know when someone's cutting and they scratch a plate? Yeah. yeah. I could smash the plate over their head without knowing what I'm doing. Like, I'd lose my mind. Yeah. Um, and I'd just wake up and I'd never be happy. The world was on my shoulders. Everyone else is to blame everyone else. But now I wake up every day, I don't even think about it. And I've never done that, 30 years. Yeah. It's like, how in 30 years have I never woke up in the morning and been happy? When I had my little boy, yeah, I was doing a business deal with the woman delivering him because she said she knew a guy. How mad is that? Now I wake up every morning, I'm like, boom, straight up, get in the morning. I wake up happy every day. And that ain't because of the medication, it's because I've confronted what I need to do, yeah, yeah? yeah? And I found the ins and outs of it and I do all this natural stuff now. And there's a lot of stuff that like, I don't do. I don't really eat anything processed and stuff like that. I don't really, I try to stay away from sugar. But I don't do that impulsive thing where I have to cut it out completely now. Yeah. I can eat good five days a week. And I won't drink for six months, but then I can go out and have a turnout for a day if I want. It ain't yeah, a problem. Brilliant, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, 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 it's a big thing for me, man. And it's, it's something that I'm trying to spread, but it's a hard thing to spread because I ain't saying that what I've done is going to work for everyone else. Yeah, it's Definitely. a trial and error thing, you know isn't mean? it? It's unique I'm, to each person. If my yeah. little boy gets it because it's hereditary, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to put him on medication. Probably not. I'm not going to lie to her because I feel like I'd be too young. 
but it took me to go to rock bottom for me to go and find myself. And this worked for me this time. Yeah. So I'm lucky and I'm blessed that I obviously had the resources to do so. Mm. But now I can notice it from a mile away. Now that like yeah. I'm, like I'm calm, I can see it, man, yeah. in yeah. lots of people. Yeah. But yeah, it's nothing to be ashamed of from my side. And that's why I speak about it. I wouldn't film the whole show about it. Like I let them cover the start to finish of the journey. Yeah. And it went on to ITV. And there was like rock bottom on there. Yeah. And... I'm, I talk loud about it because I can save someone's life from doing it. One hundred percent. That's it. It's something that we're still all learning about. You know, a lot of 100%. people. Like as you said, you like you are you are fairly old enough, and you kind of confronted it yourself. You were aware of it, but you're, you're still trying to learn how to deal with it. About it. I yeah. knew I had it, but that's all I knew. Yeah. You have ADHD. Sound. What do we do with that? Yeah, and he do like you were right. What you're saying, the more you are aware of it, it's like the wash again. Where like he do all these like toxic things, and he'd be like, you know what, I did this. Like he might, I don't know say something that he shouldn't have said on social media to the same person. He'd be like, you know why I did this? Because of this with me ADHD. And You're it's worried like, the next day, didn't you? Yeah. you say it. yeah, it's like he justifies having this negative trait, yeah. you know, like this. And it's, yeah. we're trying to navigate through this, but like everyone has a whole, you know what I mean? As someone from the outside looking in, I need to kind of learn how to deal when he's doing this, but this stuff. But even the I do it. that he was speaking about and, and the... And the way you're not satisfied. Every podcast. Every, po every podcast. We'll leave here today and he'll say, yeah, delete that. Like no matter what, no matter who, like fucking better not, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, all the way over here. <laughs> no, but, but I'm just not satisfied. Yeah. It could be better. It could be better. It could be better. And with a podcast, you can't go back. And like some days, you if know? we walked out with her and he didn't say that, we'd be worried. We'd be like, something's not wrong. Like, <laughs> wrong. Terence is happy. So yeah. what's going on? You know, like that. Yeah. But that's it. But like, it has got its positives as well. So we can, if you get that drive and that ego to never be satisfied, it keeps me going. Then you know what I mean. It drags, it drags me along with him. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that. Like I think, oh, that was a deadly episode. He'd be like, yeah, but what if we do this next week? I'd be like, fuck. Yeah, but like comparisons, the thief of joy, man. Yeah, you can never be happy like that. So mm, like, yeah, I've got true. loads of trainers. Like them trainers you're wearing now. Yeah, you put one go, oh, they're bang on. I've done them years ago. I ain't happy with them. But what I've learned now is to how to do it controllably. Yeah, and yeah. Enjoy the journey along with it. Instead of just, you don't have to always be like, Rah! Yeah. you make too many mistakes, man. When I watch back some of these podcasts I've done, I've not done a lot, yeah, because I'm very, very careful on who I sit down with and how I tell my story, yeah? And when I look back at them, there's a few of them, I look back, I'm like, wow, how did no one notice how bad I was? Yeah. Like, yeah. That bad. So I stopped the podcast and interviewed the geezer once. I was like, nah, you ain't asking me questions, I'm asking you questions. And the geezer's like, ah. Like some of the things I've done are mad. Yeah. But when you start confronting it and people understand it around you, they know how to deal with you, innit? So if you wake up in a shit mood one day, don't say, hey, what's the matter? You moany fucker. They'll yeah. go like, listen, go and get a bit of fresh air. Swerve work today. Stop drinking coffee. Yeah. It's just, mate, you can go on for hours about it, innit? It's something which is new. Well, that's it. It's complex. 100%. Yeah. And all you can do, yeah, is do what's best for you, innit? And you have to be selfish when it comes to this sort of stuff. Yeah. And don't listen to anyone else because someone might say, don't do something, but they ain't in your head. Yeah. So like, most people couldn't deal being in your head. How many thoughts you got right now? You ain't just um, thinking about me talking, are you? Well, I'm trying to think of the next Stop question. Yeah, Something compared. I said earlier on yeah, that I probably should have said better. One fifteen as well. You're thinking yeah. about all of them, yeah. Yeah, definitely. A normal yeah. person don't do that. Mm. And when I first got help, yeah, I rung my brother one day. I went, Ben, I'm banging trouble here, mate. Yeah. He went, what's the matter? What's the matter? I said, I'm downstairs, and all I'm thinking about is this phone call. I'm fucked. It's done me. I don't know what I'm gonna do. He's like, mate, that's normal. You should be able to just think about one thing. I was like, oh, really? Like, yeah. yeah, I was like, wow, this is decent, man. Yeah, I like this. No house music in my head constantly, no madness going on. It's yeah. like, whoa, this is quite nice. So, yeah. yeah, listen, it's early days, man. And yeah. I promise you, 
when you're ready to confront certain things, yeah, and, mm. and look into other ways of treating it, your life starts, man, and and whatever's best for you will find you, innit? Yeah, I see what you were saying there as well. You can nearly see it 100 miles away in people now as well. That's why I was saying at the start, I didn't want to be disrespectful and asking. So it was like, what makes you so obsessed? Because I had a feeling you were going to say that, or even if you didn't get assessed, I was sort of thinking in my head, yeah, like, yeah. he looks like he... Terrence uh, diagnoses everybody. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, he's, he's not just yeah. a normal yeah, cat, you, you know what I mean? You should see it before. Yeah. You should see it before. The drive bit's the lucky bit that I've ended up keeping. That's the nice bit that I've yeah. ended up keeping. Yeah. The rest, I'm just glad to get rid of for a little while, man. It's tiring. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So you speak very highly of your missus, yeah? Was she with you before... The success, let's say. Or... Yeah, 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 of course. So how long yeah, yeah. are you together? You know what? I had a stink on my missus. I thought she was the one with the money when I first met <laughs> <laughs> Ended up going the wrong way. Um, yeah, no, I've got my missus just before I started the show. So it was just like, it, it just all happened at the same time. It was like, I sort of done the show because I was seeing her. But yeah, no, my missus has been there from the start, man. She's been through all of the madness. Yes, it's yeah. blessed now that you can just sort oh. You're still not together, like, kind of, you know? She's been through it, mate. Yeah, she's yeah. seen every single part of it. Yeah. And I feel like it's just part of the journey. And, like, yeah, she's, she's been supportive of it. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't know how she done it. Mm. I could, I'm could. i going to be honest, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to... If if I was her, I wouldn't have dealt, dealt with me, man. Mm. I wouldn't have been able to. It's too much. Mm. Too much. I'll just go to China for a few weeks. I'll just go out to China and just go and start doing madness over there. <laughs> Come back and go, why are you not asking me what went up and over there? She was like... Because I want to talk to you about normal life. I don't care about shoes. Yeah. And I feel like that's what's probably kept me a little bit grounded. Yeah. It weren't like, go on, let's go and get money and let's go and live the highlight. Yeah. It's not really been like no, that. It's not fading the ego. No. I don't, like, I don't care that you're doing this with I don't give a shit yeah. about none of this stuff, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and listen, it sounds mad and they're uncomfortable, yeah? It don't mean nothing. All I want to do, yeah, is be around normal people and be accepted. Yeah. I don't want people to think I'm saying different to what I am. Yeah. I ain't that person. Yeah. Like, I'm fully in touch with how I grew up. I'm so proud of where I come from. I don't want people thinking I'm saying else. And I, I ain't what about what people think. Don't get me wrong. I don't mean it like that because I don't give a shit what people's opinions are on me. Well, it's just you yourself. For me, I'd like people, as much as I don't care what people think about me, I care about the way that I portray myself, to, like the way people sort of... Yeah, no. The way I you. talk, I ain't changing the way I talk. I ain't doing anything too flash. I'm not putting in people's faces. I'm giving back to my community. Yeah. From where I come from, that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah definitely. So yeah. That's all I really care about doing. You're not changing yourself, but you still want to come across well. You still want yeah. to be polite. Even though you sound this way, you still want to sound this way, but polite. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. It's, it's things I've changed in my life, yeah, but I'm still trying to stay grounded and that's a big thing for me. Yeah. So that's really hard for me to explain because it's like saying, look, I don't give a fuck what people care, think about me, but at the same time, I do. It's a very weird thing. But I think that comes across though, because even... Before we met you today on the way over, we were both saying, because we've listened to you, we've been fans of your shit for like so long now, but years now. And anybody, like I've told one or two people that we're doing this podcast you this week, they're like, I fucking love him. He's just like one of us. Yeah. And it's like, it's mad that people can say he's just like one of us. And they don't even know you. When they've never even <laughs> met you. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah, come across that way in podcasts and in interviews. Yeah. You're just normal. You're like us. Yeah, Do you thank get me? you. I appreciate mm -hmm. it. So it's one of them things that I'll just, that's, I, I thought like, I wanted a certain life. And when I got that life, I obviously didn't want it. And I just want to be normal. And I want to be accepted, man. I want to be able to go and drink in a pub with people. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, yeah. I've only just started being able to do that because I felt like a little bit out of place. But then now, I've done podcasts and I'll, I'll get love everywhere I go, you know. 
Yeah. Everywhere. Because people have heard my story. They know my background a little bit yeah. more. Like, um, people know where I come from. People yeah. just rate what I'm doing. And mm. for me, that, that means the world to me, man. Yeah. 100%. That's what I liked as well, yeah? It's like, I'm not trying to look for the next big person. I ain't bothered about that. I like looking, I find people on Instagram and I find something funny, yeah? And I'm like, no, I want to work with these two. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'll Definitely. be like, yeah. And then I look through your thing. I'm like, right, these lot are having it in Ireland. Like, when I started yeah. watching your stuff, I didn't think too much of it. I just loved it, innit? Yeah. But then when I looked into it, I was like, oh, do you know what? I want to sit down with these guys. And it ended yeah. up being like a, a connection. Yeah, definitely. And that's what I'm about. I'm not out here trying to like do no Joe Rogan stuff. Yeah. Like, I want to be with people who actually I can like sit and have, have a yeah. with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and we appreciate that yeah. as well. No, no, yeah. and I appreciate you too, man, honestly. Thanks yeah. very much. Speaking of connections, why did you, why shows, Tommy? Why did you start out with shows? Oh, you know what? There's a few reasons behind it. Yeah, I've told so many stories. I don't know one to stick with on it. Yeah, but <laughs> it was a couple. I was always obsessed with shoes. And I remember like, we had, I had a black pair of, I had a black pair and I had a white pair. Black pair was school, white pair was whatever. I used to come home every night and I used to, I used to wash them with, I used to take my socks off, wash one with a sock and dry the other one with the other sock. I used to bleach the laces. I got a bit obsessed with shoes. And then when I got older, I just, I just loved it, man. And then when I just started seeing, I don't know, inspiration of people being older, started collecting and just, I just wanted, just wanted all the best stuff. But I was just always obsessed with shoes. I remember my mum, yeah, I said this to someone earlier, we had like a little piggy bank in my house and we used to put money in it, yeah? And I remember my mum smashing it and breaking it. I was like, what the fuck's she doing? And she took me down the road and bought herself a pair of boots with it. So I remember now, my mum was the one that had the obsession with shoes. I remember she had a load of shoe boxes and things like that. Um, so yeah, just growing up, that was my thing, man. I just yeah. love shoes and I just, anything about style and shoes, I was just on from a young age. Mm. So as soon as I could start like affording it, I'd, I mean, my work experience money that like, I got when I was 15, I went straight down the West End and bought a pair of trainers with it. It's just always my thing. Yeah. Mm. And it's just ended up being my life. Mad how it happened really, innit? Mm. Yeah. Because I didn't have any background in it. It was just, I loved shoes. And it just, See the joint in the force shield, yeah? Yeah. How, how do you even come about that? I had pencil and paper, man. Is that what it was? Pencil literally on paper. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> terrible, man. We went through the archive on the plane here, yeah? And I was like, we was laughing. I was like, oh my God. How did we even sell a pair of these shoes? Look at this drawing. Um, just, yeah, just self-taught, man. I, 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 I sort of just fell into it because if I went and done it now with the biz businesses that I work with, they would have laughed me out of the building. Yeah. But obviously just worked with someone who was a bit accepting and accepted what I was giving them and made something of it. Yeah. Luck as well, what a fool. As, mm. as much as I say that luck don't exist, you make your own luck. I probably did have luck with a bit of time in and meeting the right people. But yeah, man, some of my stuff started off with- Do you still have the drawings of yeah, the four yeah, shows? Yeah. Keep send, them forever. I'll send, forever. send yeah. I've got one on my phone, I'll send it into you if you want yeah. to get into this. Yeah. I ain't never showed anyone that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah just that ambition thing, man. It's just, I don't know. But well, even now you're saying you spent- Before you do that, yeah, before you ask that, is these all on, yeah? We might to get a mad, Caught there that these aren't on or something. People's got the headphones on, yeah? Sound like, go ahead there. I'm at the end. No, I don't that's know. the ADHD. I'm that's the ADHD. No, sorry. No question him. No, sorry. I looked at, I looked at Chris and Kane and then Siobhan and I was like, who has the fucking headphones on? <laughs> sorry, mate. Fuck me, man. I'm at the daily taking a stroke. Imagine none of that was a They're enjoying the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. They're enjoying sorry. the show, innit? <laughs> Fucking <laughs> okay, hell. He's in the corner. Sorry, ask yeah. me what I ready to go, yeah? Sorry about yeah, yeah, that. Let's yeah, let's go. Yeah. So you were saying about sitting down on the iPad every day and just designing, designing, designing. Do you still do that now? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. When I can, I think like everything's a little bit different now because if I have an hour like, spare, I'd go and spend it with my little boy. But 
I, I love sitting there on that little iPad and just getting stuff out of my head, telling stories out of my head into shoes. Yeah. They're always the best ones. Yeah. So I've got a big team now, yeah? But I'm still, people probably think that for where we are now, I'll just pop in and show my face. Yeah. I'm in the office every day. Like I know everything that's going on within this business. And I'll look at the collection and go, no, it needs this, 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 isn't it? And I'll go and draw it and it'll always be number one. It's a bit mad. Yeah. But yeah, no, I love still doing it, man. And has you always got the intention of putting your name on them? The, the shoes. Yeah. I didn't put the name on the shoes in 2016. Never ever put the name on Why? the Why? What was that? It was called Mallet, the brand. Yeah. But yeah. I never printed the name on the shoes because I thought it was going to put people off buying them. Yeah. Because I was on Tawi and I was like, well, look, older fellas are not going to buy my, wear my name because I just had a guy from Tawi. It was until I started telling my story and people was like, oh, do you know what? I fuck with this kid. Yeah. People actually started respecting the brand. But yeah, I had a few names at the start and Mallet just worked for me. Do you know what Mallet was for? Yeah. The reason I called it Mallet. I was in Hackney once, right? In the estate in Hackney. My cousin walked past and I didn't really get on with him. He's a bit older and he walked past. And he was like, oh, Mallet Ed in front of everyone. It really embarrassed me. I was only a kid. And it was something that just stood with me forever. And I thought, oh, I'll fucking show you about Mallet Ed. Yeah. So it just ended up on the shoes. I don't know. It was like I started just using the name. It was the nickname. And yeah, that's how it happened, man. That's mad, isn't it? It's I didn't want to use as well, yeah, my real name. I was the one that chose to do this reality TV thing, yeah? I was the one that chose to make a business. It don't mean that my family have to have their name put in, in, into the papers all the time, yeah? Good thinking, yeah. If I do something wrong, it's don't you. have to come back yeah. to my, my family. If one of my family do something wrong, which is quite often, <laughs> yeah, I don't want it coming back on me. So it was just like, that's how it happened, man. Anyone who I spoke to saying, oh, we have Tommy Maller on, they're like, fucking hell, deadly. Like, But no one says that's Tommy Maller from The Only Way is Essex. Anyone that I've been speaking to, yeah. They say the, the shows, the shows. Yeah. That's when do you feel like that sort of shifted? Because at one stage it would have been known as it's about half and half, I think. Yeah, but I'm happy with either man. As long yeah. as like my granddad used to say, like it's when they're not when they're not talking about it, you need to worry. Yeah, it don't yeah. matter how the introductions being perceived, innit? it? It's whatever. As long as the names at the end of it, it don't matter. We'll press it. Well, you'd prefer to mean you'd obviously yeah, you're you away from reality. Team. Yeah, I feel like, like I, went, that, I, I was at a stage where I was like very anti being. Oh, that's the guy from Tawi. I was like, no, don't say that. Yeah, and I'd. My own, got my own TV show. But then, really, before I went on Tower, I had nothing, yeah? And if I didn't have Tower, a lot of people probably wouldn't have knew who I was. It would have took me a long, long, lot longer. So I'm really at peace with whatever people want to remember me from. Mm, Obviously, yeah. I want I want to be known for everything that I've done. I've done so much stuff in my life now, yeah? So people come up to me and go, oh, that's the kid that helped the charities out for that kid there. Well, that's the kid from Tower. That's the kid from the shoes. So the shoes are just my passion, but I don't feel like I've got any, like, ego behind it no more where I want to be known as like this big fashion designer I just want to be known as me innit and yeah. that's where I started I started on Towie. um I had the best time of my life with them fucking lunatics <laughs> like them boys on there I love to bits I don't really have much to do with all of them no more because obviously life changes yeah but that was the best time of my life and mm. I, I experienced so much stuff on there and had the best parties you could ever imagine yeah every day of the week from all my from my 20s so that was a big thing for me, actually. Don't say I'm that guy from Tawi. My mum still says it now. She goes, oh, the nurse in the hospital knew you was. She said, are you the woman that was on Tawi? Mum, you've never been on Tawi in your life. You've been on my own show. She goes, oh, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. But now I'm, I'm all right of it. 
I feel like I'm just proud of where I've come, man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I just want to be known for whatever. whatever just enjoying the journey. Yeah. Fuck, man. It can like, be whatever the fuck it wants. Would you know me though? Me, and get the shows. Yeah, you know me and we're all good. This is what matters, isn't it? Yeah, but in fairness, about four or five years ago when uh, your shows first launched over here, I remember we were uptown with my mates and we seen them in Arnett's, which is the same umbrella yeah, as Brown yeah. Thomas. And we were like, the fuck are these? Like, where did these come from? And no one really knew, you know, yeah, like that. Yeah. And then, it's only when people started wearing them, they were like, your man from fucking Telly makes yeah, them. Yeah, and yeah. everyone was like, oh, all right. But people are already wearing it. Yeah, yeah, Before yeah. they realised who you were anyway. Yeah, so that was a good time. It. it never had the name on it. Yeah. And you know what, when it first hit me as well, was like, when I started smashing it in America, I'd start bumping into people and I'd have my shoes on. And I used to stop people all the time. Go, hey, what's going on? Nice shoes. And, and he'd be like, who the fuck are you? you? Yeah. <laughs> that's when I was like, oh, oh, you know what? I think I'm living a bit of a double life here. You look at a reality star, you all wearing my stuff. And then, yeah, man, it's just, listen, I'm at that point now where as long as the product sells and I'm happy, that's what matters, isn't it? If yeah. you want what you want. Yeah. 100%, yeah. What's the plans now? What's the, what's the plans going forward for you? What's the goals? For the brand or for life? Or both. Give us both. We're doing both separately, yeah? Yeah. So the brand is... To carry on building at the rate we're building, but also sustain the message that we're trying to give out there. Because it's really easy, yeah, to be given a lot of opportunities and to take them to end up in the wrong hands, yeah? And with that, you lose your identity of where you're going. For me, that's not what I'm about. I've got people that now work alongside me, my brand, yeah, who needed the opportunity and they've come on and they work with me. And we're like a family, man. We go and work every Monday. You don't see a dull face in my office unless they've been out the night before. Yeah. Everyone's buzzing. We're all on the same journey. For me, I feel like I owe it to them now. It's about how can I build it and make it last as long as I can make it last. It's not about just doing a good 10 years yeah. and being a trend. It's about being a household name in the world. Leaving saying to my boy, so if he shows me that he's got the work rate, I'll probably let him work it. If he don't, he's definitely not having nothing off me. He needs to show that he's going to go out and get it. That's, that's one of my main rules for my little boy. Brilliant. But making something which we can look back for in the next 20 years and go, wow, what a journey, man. Look where it took us. Yeah. Like, we've been everywhere now and it's all because of this brand. So it's about enjoying the journey, carry on giving people what I feel like needs to be in the market, mm. trying to keep it as affordable as possible, especially in these times. And yeah, just build something which is relatable. That's for the brand. And then for me, I feel like it's quite easy. It's just about being happy, man. Yeah. It's about being happy. I ain't got any big goals of buying yachts and buying planes and yeah. all that stuff. That's I left that in my twenties, man. Yeah. For me, it's about I love going to work every day. I love that. Going to work, making sure I get home to see my little boy, put him in bed, getting up the next day, being able to train, just having that part of my life where I can stay healthy and stay happy. That's yeah. all I care about, man. Yeah. Because when you come out of them dark places, all you win when you're in them dark places, all you're wishing for is them bright days, yeah? 100 yeah. percent When you get in them bright days, you're like, wow. Yeah, this, this is, it, yeah. This is the spot. This is it, yeah. What do I need to do to stay here? Yeah. So for me, that's it. Just carry on doing what I'm doing. And and at the minute, it's where I'm at now. I'm yeah. the happiest I've ever been. And I've got a lot of good people around me, which I, t I take to a lot of places. And it's just like carry on that journey. Don't put too much pressure on it. Mm, yeah. When you start putting pressure on it, which me and you will talk after that, yeah? Because I can see you you put yourself under mad pressure. Yeah. Because we just done with them cameras, the <laughs> headphones there, yeah? You don't forget to not enjoy what you're doing, man. Yeah. Like, look what you've built. Mm. Fucking flying. Yeah. Like, you've got kids from England. Like, like yeah. I want to I wanted to come over and go on your podcast. I messaged you. You didn't message me. Yeah. Yeah, I followed both of you and I messaged you. Yeah. For me... 
them sort of things are the things that's making my journey exciting. Mm. So that's all I want to chase. I just want to chase that. Nice little humble brag, by the way, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah, He's, yeah. He has over a million followers and he followed us. No, no, <laughs> no, I did. I did, I did go in it because, yeah, I, listen, yeah. I've found you and I've been watching your stuff and try, try to enjoy it, man. Yeah, definitely. Try to enjoy it because I'm sitting there watching all your things and I'm cracking up. Yeah. So I'm on the same journey myself, man, just trying to not drive myself too mad and just enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy, I bet... I just have one or two more, yeah? So Ask me whatever you want, brother. Who inspired you growing up? Who was your inspiration? Do you look down and say, I want to be that fucking fella? What a question, by the way. That's my co-host. I answer, yeah, fucking hell. I could answer in a few ways, yeah, but the way I answer would be a bit negative, man. I'm not going to lie, Char. I got inspired by seeing people I didn't want to be like. Mm. Same, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> me and my brother say that all the time. We yeah. didn't really have role models. So no. we seen people and said, we don't want to take that route. Yeah, so I I know you're sitting there, like I see my old man graft, mate, and do it the right way. But I also see a lot of people and a lot of kids who probably had a little bit more than me, but didn't have their old man around as much. Da 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 da. I feel like my old man had a decent balance, yeah. So that was obviously what I wanted for my kids. But then, in terms of just seeing people do things wrong when I was growing up, I was like, that's not me, man. That's not how I'm gonna be. I looked up to. I feel like I looked up to a lot of my family, but more so when I got into my teens. I'll become my main inspiration. Mm -hmm. That's when it started working. How do I make myself better? That was yeah. it. It was like, I'll just always look back at a year before because I didn't really look at any sport. I didn't, weren't bothered about any of that shit, man. Mm -hmm. It was just who I didn't want to be like, what built me into what I am now. But yeah. morally, it comes from my family, man. Definitely comes from my family where I come from. Like my morals are deep into me. And with that, and seeing a few wrong ones along the way, made me not want to be like that. That's how I am today. Well, we'd probably come from similar backgrounds just across a different side of the bleeding water. Completely. And I think that is a common thing. So I didn't have anybody to look up to when I was younger. I'm like, I want to be him. You know what I mean? Other than bleeding a football or something. You know, yeah. Everyone wants to be a fucking footballer when they're younger. But maybe it is that. Maybe it is like, do you know what? I can see people going down the wrong road and that's not what I want to do. And that's why we end up going revert towards the other way. And the reason why I said I want to spoil you is because I think people now, 15 years or younger, can look at you and say, do you know what? He's a normal fella. I want to be like fucking him. Because where we come from, I think there's a lot of people out there who have that entrepreneurial mindset that are supplying it to the wrong fucking industry. You know what I mean? And they're doing stuff they shouldn't be doing. And I say it to a lot of people I see every day, like what you're doing would be fucking brilliant if you applied it to the right stuff. What you're doing now is not helping. And we friends who are ending up, as you said, your friends went on holiday. I kind of get what you meant by that. We have friends who are doing the same stuff and they're going away. And we friends starting families and you're looking and you're like, it doesn't have to be this way. You know what I mean? You need to be there for your family. You can do the right stuff. You don't have to be, you're not destined to do the wrong thing. You know what I mean? I don't want to say it's very easy to do, but it's very clear to see there's two ways in life. You don't have to go down the one. There's always another option. 100%. And you can also make your own way at the same time. It's yeah. like we was exposed to everything when we was kids and we could have ended up, I had a really strict family. I'm not going to lie to you. So I probably would have ended up the wrong way. We mm. weren't from mom and dad. I was petrified of mom and dad. Yeah. I'd never, ever come home drunk, ever. My dad went earlier. I never knew I used to smoke until a year ago because my brother-in-law grasped me up. I'm going to get onto him later. I'm going to get onto you about it. <laughs> <laughs> he grasped me up to my dad. I was so <laughs> worried about like upsetting my family or going down the wrong road. I, would, I wouldn't do it. So like, I didn't drink till I was about 20. Yeah. Mm. So like, my role model was obviously my family, I would say now. Yeah, now I've said that out loud, it probably was my family. I'm lucky that I had that. 
Yeah, but, but thank God you had that. Yeah, and mate, thing. I have old men coming up to me who are inspired about what I'm doing. It's the weirdest thing, man. Mm, like, yeah. literally, a load of people do it. It's just like, mate, I'm a normal fella, man. I had a, I had a break and I, and I maximise my opportunities and I didn't take no for an answer. There's not more, much more to it. Anyone can do it. Yeah. But you just can't take no for an answer, man. Yeah. yeah. So I hope there's a lot of people listening to this and be like, you know what, he's fucking right. Gonna, Listen, it's a hard gonna, one because obviously because of the show, people think, well, if you never had the show, you'd never have done what you've done before, yeah? But I have seen thousands of reality stars do what they've done, like been on shows, right? And there ain't many of me is there. No. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, we exactly. all had the same opportunity, me and this lot, yeah? And really, I'm the one that went out and built something. I don't really know any other reality stars have done it to the extent I've done it. So I don't feel like you can always say that I've done what I've done because of the show. Yeah. Everyone can really, really go out and get it. And I know people in some bad situations, yeah? But it's just all about doing the best of what you can do. Yeah. That's my best advice. You can just do the best you can do every day, innit? Do you think people underestimate you? Yeah, of course. And do you think it's because of reality telly? Because you only know, look at the, the reality star and it's like... It's the way I speak and probably where I come from. And I need that to be happened. I don't want people to blow smoke up my ass. I want you to underestimate me because I will show you every single time how strong I am. Like I'll do things that you think cannot be done. There's nothing that I personally don't feel like I can set out to do that I won't be able to do. And if I have people going, oh, you're just gonna do that. That's just gonna make me complacent. Yeah, well, I can do it, so don't do it anyway. If I get told no or get told I can't do something, I'm driven. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely feel like there is. I don't know about now, because obviously I've done quite a lot young. But yeah, there must be. Mm. I've doubt myself sometimes, but then after I go, nah, it's nothing I can't do. So I can imagine other people must do, innit? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, look, I'm inspired here. Yeah, I have to say, really. Yeah. Like Thank you, man. Genuinely, yeah. like that's unbelievable stuff. Like you are an inspiration. Thank you, man. Listen, yeah. we're all the same, innit? It's just mm. like, what you want to do with it? It's like, you yeah. can, anyone can go and smash it. Like, mm. it's just about, what you're willing to give. And if you're willing to give more than the next man, and mm. it's gonna happen. Yeah. It just takes time. And the consistency is the key behind it. Yeah. You gotta be sit, willing to sit there for hours on the same thing and just being told no. Once you can do that, and you can get that in your head, then there's nothing that you can't go out and get. Mm. It's a secret that no one gets taught in school. That's why I'm happy I didn't get taught properly in school. Yeah. Cause I don't wanna have an off button. Fuck that. Well, everyone's going, oh, how's that get done? I'll just boot the door through and work out how to fix it when I get in there. It's just yeah. what I do. But this is the thing, what you were saying about having the mock-up drawings, like you didn't have the software, or you didn't have an iPad back then when you were doing yeah. it. Some of the most successful businesses out there, they're fucking mock-ups were drawn on bleeding. Uh, Jeff Bezos designed Amazon's business model on a napkin and a piece of, uh, and a pen. I said, Man. there you go, boom, most successful Man. business ever. Like, I've sat you know down, I mean? I've sat down with billionaires, yeah? So I know a lot of billionaires now as I've grown up, I've sat down with a lot. And all of them are exactly the same. I'm not one of them. I'm never going to be a billionaire. And I'm not that myself, but I'm not got that in me to be that hungry to go and do that because I care too much about other people. Yeah. So I'm never going to be like a billionaire. You've got to be very selfish to have yeah, that sort of money. Definitely. Yeah, It's all about you. I've not got that. I love everyone else too much. But all these people are exactly the same. They just won't fucking have no. Mm. If they're asking you a question and you say no, they'll ask you a question until you say yes. Yeah. It's just like, it all comes from the same place. It's just a hunger. Yeah. And the innovate as well, isn't it? It's like, yeah, if you can't like, do it, you innovate, you find a way to do it. Listen, well, if I couldn't read at the time, I couldn't do custom services, there's someone that can. Yeah. Mm. 
Do you know what I mean? I yeah. can't, I, I can't, I can't fly a plane, but I still got here, innit? Do yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Someone else wants to do it. So yeah, you can, you can find a way to do anything, man. It's just how much you want it. Mm. Yeah. Makes me feel a lot better now how obsessed he is with shields. He rang me last week shields. and uh, I was walking, but I had a very spare time. <laughs> I was on Nike and I was designing shields. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, the ID. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you'll network and yeah, yeah. get yourself in. Yeah, 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 yeah. don't worry, bruv. We'll design you. <laughs> yeah, really. I was yeah. strung out on it, man. I swear to God. Any time of spare time and I'm walking, boom, boom, I'm on. Pair of shields designed. Yeah, I'm that's like, it. Yeah, mate. My um, delivery driver just laughs when he comes to my house. The amount of parcels that get sent to my house from <laughs> buying stuff. I'm obsessed yeah. with it. There's something, I'm telling you, there's, we're going to do a study into this. There's something to do with kids and walking class areas and chills. I'm telling you, there's some I feel correlation. Like, no, but you know what it is, yeah? It's when, you know, don't you remember when you was older and you used to see a man with a fresh pair of shoes on? Like, as my one's shoes and then aftershave. If you see someone that smelled nice and thingy, if it was like a thing of success. It was saying that I wanted. Yeah. Mm. It must be that, man. It's got to yeah. be. Yeah. God knows, we'll do a study in yeah, yeah, there's something up there. It works for me anyway, innit? Yeah. Like shoes, the more the better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, well, coming to the end, have you had the plug, Tommy, before we wrap her up here? Anything that you want to pour out there? Just this, Bobo. Yeah, just can't just deal with Tommy. No, no, that's it, yeah, just come to the Appreciate that, man. Nothing to plug at the minute, yeah. Really do, yeah. Stay tuned, one of them. Yeah, man, just whatever, innit? If you see it, you see it. But at the minute, just such, yeah. And up the flats, isn't it? Up the fucking flats, mate. 100%. Oh, a quick one. I was telling the boys in the car earlier, do you have coddle? Yes, of course we do. What colour is your cuddle? It's white, isn't it? Yes! Controversial, that one. What's the other colour it can be? It can can be brown, but but it's wrong. Do you get me? It can be brown. It can be brown, but... Yeah, tell them you can't have a brown. I think there's a possibility, bro. No, you definitely can't. Don't mind him. Fuck, he's burnt, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But that was one of the very very first singers. I think like episode two or three. First episode. Very first episode episode, was uh, What Colour Is Your Cuddle? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't know that. I have to look into it. My nun would kill me if she heard me say that. A brown cuddle, (laughs) man. Yeah, man, I swear. All households apart, they did. Yeah, that question did. Oh, there was more. It's that thing, yeah. What some people, some people cook brown, some people cook white. I'd never heard of a brown cuddle. I thought there was. Cuddle, stew, whatever and whatever. Nah, nah, but Calvin was like, there's a brown cuddle. Yeah. yeah. We have a brown one in my gaff, yeah. Wait, pass my phone quickly. Pass my phone. Let's ring my mum quickly before we Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring a girl around the mic. Girl I'm around shitting. the mic there, Tommy. I'm shitting. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Yeah, see what she has to say, man. Hold on. This is going to be the final answer. This is it. This settles Because Tommy Mallard's man said, what colour cuddle? 100% oh, from Percy. Do you think brown, yeah? No, no, no. I said it can be, but I do eat it brown. no chance she can Oi. say that. If she says it, I'll smash this phone <laughs> like the thing. No, Shane Armstrong, we'll have to conclude this. We'll do something on Instagram. Wait, we'll, we'll, we'll have to go to we'll second episode. Does your mum still make cuddle? No, my mum don't cook. He's the cook in the ass. My dad does the cooking, innit? Yeah, do you make cuddle? Can you make a cuddle, dads? No, oh, he's, no, no, no. My dad's not a paddy, though. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's proper English. Yeah. A boiled sausage. Uh, so my missus yeah, isn't... Pr- listen, it's- that big head you get your fucking head kicked. Yeah. <laughs> no, but see, the thing is, Coddle's a Dublin dish. It originated from the Docklands because it's just everything true into a pot. It's so easy to make. That's what I Basically was, scraps. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's all the scraps. That's why I explained yeah, it. Yeah, basically. It's basically a poor man's dish, but now it's a delicacy in Dublin. Is so it? my missus isn't from Dublin. She's from Wexford. So when I pitched the idea to her, she's like, I'm not fucking eating that. And now she loves it. But see, if she rings home, uh, she was like, she says the same thing. Boiled sausage is not a chance. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, I swear yeah. to God, it's one of the most wholesome meals you'll yeah, ever yeah, eat in your yeah, life. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Honestly, it's unbelievable. And my nan used to make him one dip a load of bread in it. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, batch bread. Them skint moves there, yeah. like the topper of the bread, loads of it in there. Oh, God, it's one of the best sessions ever happened in your life. Yeah. But yeah, that's cuddle. You didn't expect me to know about the cuddle, did you? No, I'm impressed. I'm not going to lie. It's all fucking cuddle. See when I seen. It's unbelievable. Yeah, when I seen you post the thing about the flats, I was like, there's no way this fella really knows about the flats. Yeah, he, has, yeah. he doesn't really know, but you fucking deal, man. Yeah, you no, deal. My family still lives yeah. in the past, man. The flats are literally yeah. where my family come from. Yeah. And um, when all the aunties and my mum's cousins ring, they find out you're coming in Ireland, they ask you to come stay there. And if you say no, they get offended, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. They're like, I've even got a team of 10 people with me. Like, yeah, yeah bring them, no worries. Bunk beds. Come stay <laughs> Look, yeah. bunk beds. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, all my family are from there. My mum spent a lot of her time there and uh, all my cousins there, they're nah. Class. Yeah, Deadly, it's mad, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's a small world, mate. Yeah, it's, so you're one of our own, Tommy. Yeah, sort of, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. sort of, completely. Especially, but it's only if you're white coddle, no brand coddle. Oh, all right. Oh, oh, so you fuck have yourself, brand, then, yeah. you have brand. You yeah, of course I will. Yeah. You are? Yeah, it's either that or you have no dinner, Tommy. Why you coddle? <laughs> but hang on for a minute. Imagine me. Imagine me coming in when I was fucking... She answered. Where's she going? She's going to say, wait, no, she is. Mum. Listen, I'm in Dublin, right, on a podcast. Yeah. And um, I'm with my two guys, right? And we was talking about... We're for up the flats, yeah. Yes. <laughs> we was talking about... Um, we was talking about coddle. A coddle? Do they, uh, they know what a coddle is there from the flat? Yeah, but mum, there's a question that goes with it. And one of you is going to ask her, because if you ask her the accent, she'll love it. Right, mum, listen, he's going to ask you. What's her name? Bevy, Mrs. Mallet? Bevy, Just say Mrs. Well, Mallet. Bevy, how's things? How are you? How are you? How are you? Oh, Jesus, the person came out in that there, didn't they? How are you? Right, are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. Right, we're at the doing the phone, the frame part of this podcast, yeah? Right. What colour is your cuddle? It's fucking clear. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> That's a square. She, she said clear, she didn't Mom, say white. Do you mean white or clear? Do you mean white? White? Because when the elf used to come in from the pub of a night, it was like they couldn't see what was on the bottom of it. It's called a blind stew. It's a clear one. Now, there you go. Mum, have you ever seen a brand coddle? No, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> right, Bevy, thanks very much, love. <laughs> it was a pleasure talking to you. I'll put you back on to him. See you later. Oh, Mum, see you later. She fucked that one right yeah, with this yeah, one, though, yeah. The yeah. one of them, like, where's this guy? You got for a nut, I told you. It ain't brown, anyway, uh, man. Come here. Yeah, it's not white either. It's not white either. Wait, you ain't had that answer before. That's proper yeah, good. Here we are, here we are. Jesus. Right, wrap her up. I get now a hand here. Let me yeah. wrap her up here. Really show. Thanks for coming on, Tommy. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thanks for the team for coming over. Much. Thanks for Brown Thomas for holding us on. Thanks for Gowell out to bring the whole studio to us. That's it, episode 114. Take us out, Chris. Boom. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app. What you waiting for? Put your back in it. Just a little more. Throw your in the now. Fill your body up in. Walk it hard and long. When you finish that. The hip knocker.